You're listening to a Cripple and Co. production. Well, hello and happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday. I am coming back to you in your ear holes in the Disability After Dark feed with a brand new episode of This Shit Is Real where we talk about how your poo affects you and disability. I'm so excited to do this series. It is fast becoming one of my favorite things I've done on this show and this channel talking about poo and disability. And I am really, really excited to bring you my guest today for episode two of This Shit Is Real. So let's get our... I'm trying to think of a pun for poo, but let's get our, get, get our shit together and uh, get this episode started, shall we? For this episode today, I bring back one of my longtime friends and someone you've heard on the show before, my friend Gift Shuma, and we talk about gastrointestinal stuff and disability and being wheelchair users and some of the shame and guilt and upset we feel needing care when our gastro stuff doesn't work the way we want it to. And I give Gift some ideas on how to change his language around poo and the way he talks about his bowel movements and disability. In the episode, he he uses the word success a lot, and I gently remind him that maybe if he changes that language, he won't feel like he failed when something goes wrong. And I really just love being able to sit down with somebody with a disability like mine and talk about poo and talk about how poo really impacts our lives and how shit really can be tough and how it has an emotional emotional component to us being disabled. And it was really, really cool to sit down with Gift and talk about poo. And so I'm really excited to bring you an, an episode that I did with my friend Gift Shuma where we talk shit and we definitely talk about poo and disability and being wheelchair users and so much more. So I hope you enjoy this episode of This Shit Is Real with my friend, Gif Shuma. And remember, if you want to be a guest on the show, email us at disabilityafterdarkpod at gmail.com and tell me your poo story. I want to find out how poo affects you. But now, on to the episode. Gift, hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. I'm so happy to have you back on another episode of the show. And on, we're going to talk about a totally different thing today than we did last time. <laughs> Thanks for having me, dude. I really appreciate. It. I'm excited. Oh no, it's fun. I'm glad that somebody else wants to is really is really excited to talk about poo and absolutely as, as excited to talk about poo as I am. I don't um, think we talk about it enough, right? We really don't. And so I'm really I'm I'm, I'm Excited that you wanted to come on this little experimental podcast yeah. that I want to do within the show and see what people think. So, um, you know, it's it's interesting because it's like one of the things that really grounds us as humans, regardless of class, race, gender, disability, you know, so. Uh, wow, I never, I never, <clears throat> I never have heard somebody tell me that poo grounds us. I, it does. <laughs> but, but you know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> so like. Wow, didn't think we'd start off with like such a philosophical poo moment, but here we are. Hey, man. <laughs> um, so you were on episode two eighty four or five of the main show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if anybody hasn't listened to that, go over and listen to that episode right now. But just to give us like a recap on you, can you reintroduce yourself to us? Yeah. So yeah, I'm a disability rights activist. Um, music artist and uh, assistive technologist and uh, yeah that's me in a nutshell awesome you do so many things and I didn't know the last time we spoke that you were a musician and when I, when I found out I was like what the f- why didn't you tell me this like, <laughs> well you gotta leave some like mystery you know for people you can't, <laughs> you can't reveal everything otherwise you you become a boring person so I'm trying to to stay interesting I mean, you certainly, that certainly caught me off guard, and I was like, "Whoa!" But let's um, let's jump in. <laughs> let's jump into. Let's find out how poo affects you, which I think is the tagline for this show. 
how, how does poo affect you? So let's uh let's jump in. I want to ask you, can you share with us what your gastrointestinal issues are and how they play a role in your life? Yeah, so like for me, it affects me in like two different areas, right? If I am stressed out, my gastrointestinal issues, they're quite intense. Um, dietary as well um, affects that as well. So growing up before I could identify some of my dietary restrictions um it was really hard to to know like what is going on here and um yeah and and what else was i gonna say i was gonna say stress and um and dietary and also there's one other thing anyways i'll remember it as we go along yeah sure so like does it affect you in like I, I want to get a little bit graphic here. Does it affect you in like 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 diarrhea or is it like constipation or like what? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah. So the, the third thing that I was gonna mention too was like disability too, uh, as part of my disability that also affects that whole system, right? Um, oh, fun! Isn't that such joy for you? Great. Yeah. So it's like threefold, you know, um, which is uh, yeah. <laughs> it's quite a lot yeah, to manage let's just say right and so like yeah i'm the same way like i have stress diet and disability for mm. me, this the exact same three it's like the trifecta of poo is what i have um, we're meant to be yeah stress diet and disability trifecta of poo but like <laughs> but like you know um when it when it affects you as a disabled person how does that make you feel Oh, it's tough, right? Because it's not that like when you're in pain, you can just run to the bathroom and take care of business, you know, like any moment you want, whether you're out and about, you know, as you know, like some places that we go to, the, the bathrooms are not big enough to accommodate us to do number two. <laughs> you Most know? of them aren't. And like, given yeah. your level of disability, you're a, you're a full-time chair user like I am. Exactly. So, so like we, you know, we need special lifts. We need Hoyers. We need all those things. Yeah. And if you are disabled, like we are, those things are not readily available in like your average washroom. Yeah, exactly. So basically that's why I kind of like trained myself to make sure that I'm done all my poo business in the morning. So. Wow. Oh, what's that like? Well, which means that the session might last 45 minutes. Wow. So you just like right. hang out. I'm just hanging out for 45, 30 to 45 minutes tops and just making sure that I won't be inconvenienced throughout the day if I'm out and about and have to go. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, when it comes to like, there's another part of that that I think is important that we talk about, like, because of, because of care. And the way care is set up, like I know we hung out a couple of weeks ago and mm. I know like you hire your own caregivers and they come with you and they do all those things. But like for a lot of us who live in care, you, sometimes to get up, you only get 45 minutes or you That's only true. get an hour or you only get like a really short allotted amount of time. Like for me, when I get up, I only get an hour and a half in the morning. Yeah. And so, like, if I go over that, it's a whole discussion about why you go over, like, blah, blah. So yeah. it can be really stressful when you, yeah. like, the idea of sitting there and letting yourself just enjoy a poo for 45 yeah. minutes yeah. is not, it's almost not allowed. Like, you Actually, don't have a... I'm glad you mentioned that because, like, even in my uh, situation, my, my home situation here, it's like the person that comes to give me care is like assigned to give me care for two hours in the morning, which includes like bathing, you know, eating breakfast and bathroom. And I need to be done within that two hour window, everything. Wow. Otherwise that person is going to be late for the next client who is in another uh, place. So, so like what if your body just see, this is the trouble that I don't think people understand and the stress that we 
we as disabled people who have gastro things mm-hmm. encounter of like, what if my body decides after those two hours that I'm not, we're not done that I, it wants to do more. Like yeah. there's so many considerations that like, because our time is so regimented, I think people when people just say oh yeah go poo it's like yeah right sure like all right sure yeah yeah no no it's true and you know it's funny whenever i'm talking to my able-bodied friends uh, i'm always surprised when they tell me that they go take a poo like three times or four times a day and they're not sick like they don't they're not having diarrhea or anything that that's just like yeah they're they're normal just poo three to four times a day and i'm like how is that possible uh I actually don't understand that concept, to be honest with you. Yeah, I me mean, neither. Like, I look at my time schedule and I go, how? How? Like, what? <laughs> and, like, you know, when I have diarrhea or when I have trouble with my bowels, which is pretty often, yeah. like, you know, I have to have somebody run in and it's an emergency situation and they, they come in and they do it. But it's like, yeah. they never come in relaxed. They come in stressed out because they're in the middle of a, someone else's booking. Yeah. They're, like, yeah. running to help me. And so they go and do it. So it's never like, oh, you need to use the bathroom. Let me gently help you. It's like, okay, no. we're rushing. We got to rush. We got to hurry up. And so like the stress yeah. of that is like, yeah. how can you, like, I think part of, for me, when I poo, the stress of knowing that I have to rely on someone else. Yeah. And if they're busy, I don't get their full attention either. They rush and they help me and then yeah. they run away. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. I, I, I totally agree. And, and the times that also creates like a sense of guilt oh yeah why did i have to go again for the second time of you know of like what's wrong with me like what's wrong with me like why did i cause this problem yeah yeah exactly you know then like we don't extend grace to ourselves that's like this is part of like human body you know it's what the human body wants to do right now and you gotta deal with it yeah i think I think too, like when I talk to able-bodied people about poo, they'll mm-hmm. say like, oh yeah, like you said, like, oh yeah, I just go and I take care of it. I'm like, what is that like to have yeah. to have the bodily autonomy to just take care of it? Like what well, that sounds yeah. so foreign to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and at times like I don't know, let's say if you're sick, right, and you have like diarrhea and you feel guilty when someone is like helping you you're like oh my god i am so sorry yeah uh, i like you apologize <laughs> i whenever that happens to me i apologize profusely and they have to stop me and be like it's okay yeah. don't apologize it's what yeah. we're here for and like yeah. but getting over that mental block i think as a disabled person because when you mm. need full care like we do like you're used to you kind of ingrained in, it's ingrained in your brain to not bother somebody yeah yeah. And it's in like our internalized ableism reminds us to like be as small as possible, be as in be as like not any convenience as possible. And so when that happens, it's like, oh fuck, well that out of the way. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I certainly agree with that. And yeah, like it, it's it, it's a journey. It's a journey. And you know, like most of the time I've been able to you know, create a system where I'm able to get all of that done every day and not feel in pain. Because right, if let's say my job is incomplete, my belly is aching for the rest of the day. Oh yeah, me and that too. affects my mood. Yeah. Oh, that I can't <laughs> tell you how many times. Uh, like even when you and I were hanging out that day, when you yeah. and I were hanging out a couple of weeks ago, like when we were walking back to my house. Yeah. I was having pains and I just, you know, I'm really yeah. good at like, oh yeah, I'm fine. No worries. It's all right. We're good. And then yeah. quietly just being like, this really hurts. What do I do? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I totally understand. Like yeah. with, with all of your stuff, if you don't get it done, it totally affects your day. Right. Right. And you know, like, I think one thing too that most people don't realize is that you know, as much of as much of a foodie as I am, um, it's hard for me to be super spontaneous when I'm going out with people and eating food that I'm not used to or that my system is not used to. Because I know how sensitive my system is, and I don't know how it's going to react while I'm. Oh out. yeah, 
<laughs> like you and I went out for lunch a couple weeks ago and like yeah. we, we weren't seated close to each other. But if you notice, I picked the most mundane stuff. I was like, sure, a little bit of salad, a little bit of this. Like I yeah. I I didn't pick anything exotic because I was like, I don't know how my body's gonna react to this. And I'm with a bunch of people and I gotta be cool and I yeah. don't wanna be the one like to create a problem. So like you get really I was so nervous at that lunch we had because I was yeah. like, what if my body <laughs> like falls apart? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask you, so we kind of touched on it, but I want to go deeper into this. So what is something about having gastrointestinal stuff that you find disabling that other people don't necessarily understand? Not being able to go when you want, to, when you need to. <laughs> when you need to um whether it's like post unsuccessful session and you're still feeling pain yeah or whether it's you having a stomach flu or runny tummy like just not being able to go when you can and especially like i'd say like for me one of the hardest things is especially when i'm constipated right i don't want someone to transfer me to the toilet and then i end up not going yeah, and like there's that guilt too, and I had that guilt. I've had that guilt my whole life when I'm a, when I and I I'm learning to get over that. But I had that guilt when I was a little kid. I remember going on the toilet hmm. and being put there by my parents and having my parents like sometimes at two or three in the morning because I'd have belly pain and have them sit there with me until four or five in the morning yeah. while I just tried to poo. And I remember feeling like I had let them down, feeling like I was screwing up there day and so like even now as a 38 year old person mm. when I don't go I'm like oh well, I've just made it really hard for the attendant like yeah they put me up here they did all this stuff for me and yeah. now, now I can't poo like what yeah. the hell yeah yeah it's it's yeah that's one of the, the the most difficult things I would say and I don't think people understand like like we were talking about earlier the guilt and the shame and all like the emotional parts yeah. of that experience when yeah. like when you can't poo, there's shame because yeah. you feel like, well, a normal person could poo. Well, like yeah. a non-disabled person, like my go-to in my brain is, well, yeah. an able-bodied person can poo. Why the why can't I? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And I don't know if like you, you're like me as well in the sense that when in this moment you're trying to really time it perfectly to ensure that you actually go poo when you when they take you to the bathroom. Um, it's like you feel like you have to go, but you wait maybe an hour more just to make sure that it's gonna be a successful. Oh yeah, you like session. put yourself in, you make yourself in pain, so you're like, okay, yeah. Like, by the time they get up there, I will poo. Yeah, which is dangerous because like it's like really like borderline with like it being like urgent. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, because we're sitting, yeah. our sphincters, like because we're wheelchair users, yeah. our, their sphincters are not as tight as we probably want them to be because we're yeah. sitting. So yeah. our, our pelvic floor muscles are like super relaxed all the time because we're in yeah. a like sitting position. So, like, when it gets to that urgent point, it's really like, oh no, we got to get there now. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And I don't think people understand like the mm. mental gymnastics we do to try to be okay with that yeah no absolutely um so one of the things that i i think because if we didn't laugh about it we cry about it so i want to ask you like do you have a funny poo story that you want to share i mean like i think like my poo superpowers are quite impressive um like you know being able to go once a day most of the time i think it's like an impressive thing um, to do that able-bodied people can't do some able-bodied people can't do <laughs> you know and some disabled people can't do and some disabled I... people yeah so it's like I, it's like a superpower you know like and having to train and have mastered like you know um, when is the most successful time and make sure that it's like a one-time session complete um, but um, if I can say a funny story uh, one of my uh, attendants, one of my caregivers um, was taking me to the bathroom and I did my business as I was done. And then she came in and she's like, 
your poo never really smells unless you're sick. Like, what is this? Like, it never smells. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you eat? Like, what's going on? Like, like she didn't understand. She's like, yeah. And then she's like, she's like, yeah. The way she said it too was like, yeah, me and the other caregivers, we were talking about how your poo often doesn't smell. And you were like, like wait, you had a, like, you had a like a meeting about my poo together? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, what? This is impressive. Like, no. They're having a discussion. They're having like a yeah. sit-down meeting about gift poo. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't know whether to feel honored or I would be like, do you, want, do you want diagrams? Do you want like notes? What do you, what do you mean for you to make this meeting <laughs> like, more? For real, legit. Like she wanted to know, like she was like, honestly, like, what do you eat? Because this doesn't make sense. <laughs> Speaking of eating, like, what is what is your like diet for the most part with your disabilities and all this stuff? How does your diet? Yeah, eat? so um, uh, dairy products. I don't eat them often. Um, if I do eat them, I have to take um, uh, lactose pills, lactate pills. Yeah. Yeah, and it helps me to digest the dairy products. Um, I don't eat legumes or lentils or any of that stuff. Um, fried, fried stuff I don't eat at all unless I'm out and about and I, I'm having a cheat day. Then I'll have like you know. But in my own home, in my house, I'll you'll never see me prepare like fried stuff. I see this is my problem. I love fried stuff. Like me too. I don't eat it. I don't. You're. I'm just like you. Don't have it in the house. Don't eat it. Don't give myself the option. But yeah. the trouble with with you and I is because we're so like we're so well versed in the internet. All I have to do is click like <laughs> order this, and it will come. To, yeah, <laughs> and it'll come to me. And then like I've made the decision. And there yeah. there are things I remember. Like I ordered one day. I ordered like like fish and chips and that's my favorite yeah. and that's like got that's like, i'll be okay i was having a day where things were good and i yeah. had some and i was fine and then 20 minutes later my body was like haha yeah right now you're gonna install all that <laughs> and i had said i had said goodbye to the attendant i had said like thanks, oh sure thanks for lunch see you later they left now they worked downstairs so they weren't far away okay but all i could all i could think was i just said goodbye and so yeah. they came they came back in like we just saw you. What's wrong? And I was like, I'm shitting. I'm shitting. Come now. And they like, yeah. they like, they came, but they were annoyed that I had, they're like, we yeah. just saw you. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So like that shame we talked about. So every, yeah. time I, every time I think about fried food, I try to think about it's going to taste good when you're eating it. But yeah. 20 minutes later, your yeah. body's going to say, fuck you. Yeah. 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 So it's like, for me, if I want to enjoy those things, I have to time them properly, right? It's like, I need to know that, okay, I'm going to speed up my eating maybe the last half an hour of like our hangout session because I know I'm on my way home or, <laughs> you know, so um, yeah. So that's how I kind of like manage all that. And like, I don't eat like white bread or anything like that or juices or even pop. Wow, you don't, uh, do, you don't even do juice? Like, so you're just straight water? A straight water, alcohol, tea, that's it. How does, now I know that some people with gastro stuff, they say that alcohol can make their... I don't drink beer. So you're just straight up wine? Straight up wine or liquor or whiskey, yeah. And it's good, that doesn't bother you? No, bother I mean... I, I only drink like once a week or twice a week. Like I don't drink like uh, often or anything, but yeah. But if I am to have beer, it's like honestly once in a while, like it's once every few months and there are specific beers that I enjoy. Yeah. Just because otherwise your gut will be like, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you share how your GI stuff like has impacted your relationships, your friendships, intimacy, stuff like that? Oh, how has it impacted? Um, I think being able to talk with 
able-bodied folks who also experience GI stuff has actually made me feel more connected to them. That like I am not alone in this GI journey, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I love talking about it. That's why. That's literally why I started the series because yeah. I was like, I want to talk about shit all the time. It yeah. makes me feel better. And yeah. like, but yeah, I agree with you. Being able to connect with non-disabled folks about that yeah. kind of makes the barrier between disabled and non-disabled less almost. Right. Exactly. And like, you know, when I hear them talk about you know, the barriers they experience around GI stuff, even though like, you know, they have access to the bathroom whenever they want, they still go through like, you know, barriers around dietary stuff, you know, they still go through the stresses around that, you know, Um, and some of my friends, they actually hate public washrooms. So like going to public washroom is sometimes something that they see as not an option because it gives them anxiety, right? Um, because of like how unsanitary some public bathrooms are. Yeah. So, um, so we're able to kind of like bond on that level, even though like our barriers may not like be exactly the same around that. So yeah. And then in terms of like just friendships and stuff, like I have trouble, I have trouble saying to people like hey, you have to leave. I'm having a gut day. Like, mm-hmm. or hey, we can't hang out. I'm going to like shit myself. Like, mm-hmm. how, like, how do you navigate those conversations? Or do you? I, I would say that I don't navigate those conversations with every relationship or friendship that, I'm, or that I have. Like, there are select few. I'd say like really close friends. I'd be open. I can say like, hey, you know, today is not a good GI day. It's a poo day. Like, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, do you mind if we hang out at my house instead of going out? So that way, like, I have access to, you know. The bathroom, yeah, yeah. The bathroom and stuff, and they usually understand. And then um, those who I don't feel comfortable sharing that with, I usually often just, like, uh, tell them, like, hey, like, Today, I can't hang out at all. I'm not feeling well. Yeah. You be, I, and I totally agree with you. I think the words, I'm not feeling well, have been become my go-to for like, what I really mean is I'm exploding with diarrhea or I feel like yeah. my, gut, my guts are being wrenched from inside out and yeah. you wouldn't understand that. Or I want to, or like, I think you're really cute and I don't want to be gross. So I'm going to just say, I don't feel good. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah. Do you think that, um, like, the last time we had you on, we didn't talk so much about intimacy, but I wanted to ask him if it was a poo. Like, do you think if you, do you think if you met somebody that you like wanted to get to know intimately, do you think your gastro stuff would be an issue or something you'd talk about? Um, I don't think it would be an issue because like they would have already accepted other parts of me that may be an issue to most people. <laughs> so like bringing this into the discussion wouldn't be much of a, a stretch, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's kind of like how I see this. Like if like they're having issues with disability from the get go, then definitely they will have serious issues with my GI stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your relationship with your like doctors and your medical team with respect to your GI stuff? Because I know for me, it's been a journey yeah. trying to explain to my GI like what my yeah. what my what it feels like, and then trying to get into like the shame and the 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 like guilt yeah. and all the stuff we talked about. Like, and they're like, "Oh no, it's just poo. Deal with it. Like, it's just poo." But so, f- what has it been like for you broaching that with your doctor? So for me, it took quite a few years before I could figure out like how to manage my GI issues. Um, for the first time, like the, the, my gastroenterologist would basically prescribe me um, uh, laxatives, okay? Because I had issues with like going regularly uh, to the yeah. bathroom for a while. For a while, like 
I'd say about 15 years ago, um, for a while, I was going to the bathroom like every other day. I was not even going every single day. I was going every other day. So I had like issues with constipation. Um, and that, of course, was creating a lot of pain because I was always having like unsuccessful sessions, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he would he he would only prescribe me laxatives and he wouldn't even like consider like diet or anything like that. So that went on for a year where I was taking laxatives on a daily basis. Which is like super bad for your, it's just not, because yeah. then you become de- dependent on laxative to poo. Exactly, exactly, right? Um, so until like I saw a nutritionist and then they're able to like pinpoint some stuff. And then I switched my gastroenterologist to another one. And um, we're also able to identify that stress also affects my pain levels and those pain levels in turn sometimes affect constipation <laughs> uh, oh yeah it's, it's a really fun the gastro system when you have disabilities like we do it's such a fun game because it's all you realize very quickly it's all connected and then you realize that like yeah you, but like you can't do anything about the pain or you can't do anything yeah. about like you see I feel with gastro stuff for me, I feel like I'm happy my body's doing what it's got to do, but I'm also exactly. like, I wish I had more control of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, yeah. So after figuring that out, I had to also figure out like how to manage um, anxious moments, right? Like anxious inducing moments so that like it doesn't affect my pain level or the urge to have to go to the bathroom (laughs) so what are some of your like top trip tips for like not shitting yourself i do breathing exercises like meditative breathing exercises and that helps like reduce my anxiety especially if i know that like i was successful in my poo session in the morning and there was nothing left if i'm 100 percent sure of that and i'm getting pain it's like i practice like breathing techniques just to help like reduce my 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 anxiety uh, and yeah like I do this thing where I'll visualize like my gut and I'll visualize the pain and I'll be yeah. like okay think about a white light going in there or like you or yeah. something going in there to like stop the pain and it doesn't always work but it, do- it yeah. makes me feel better yeah and like uh, for those of you who don't know, like I use a motorized wheelchair. So I sometimes tilt my chair all the way to the back. Don't uh, you wish as a wheelchair user that I'm going to go off on tangent here for a second because I just had this thought and I want to bring it up to you because yeah. it's a dream I've had since I was like, since I was like 10. Yeah. I wish they had a wheelchair, a power chair like we do, that could somehow automatically turn into a toilet that you could just. So, absolutely. Can, can somebody who does, like, we, we see all these ridiculous designs for wheelchairs that go upstairs. Can we make a wheelchair that you can shit in, please? Can someone figure that out? Like, really, really and truly, that's what I want. I just want, like, a drive-in, you know, scenario, you know, where I can just, you know, drive in into the toilet seat and... The, Somehow, the, magically, my pants will come down. Like, you know? I don't no. have to think about it. You know what you would have? We'd have one of those like zipper pants, but like the zippers at the back, you know? Yeah. And you and just then, and then it just and you know it opens up. You don't need <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally support this. I, I support this so much. Yes, I agree. You know, so but like you know, I think about all those like tech bros that make these ridiculous wheelchairs. That you're like, who yeah. the fuck designed this? What we really want, tech bros, yeah. is a poo chair, a poo yes. power chair. Can yes. somebody get on that, please? Please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, I'll be game for that. That is Let's what we waste really Elon want. Musk. Stop wasting yeah. money on Twitter. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Don't buy Twitter. Make this. <laughs> Come on, Elon. Figure oh, it out. Come on. You're already a shitty person. You can yeah. you can totally do that. You can totally make you can you can yeah. make a shit chair. A shit exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So can you share a not so funny story about your gastrointestinal stuff? Like I'd see this was in high school. Yeah, in high school where like my GI stuff was not sorted out. Like this one was like a very like embarrassing, like uh, a personal story that I've never shared in public, but- um, Oh, thank you for doing that. <laughs> I think it's useful, but um, I, al- I always had like anxiety around like math exams. So whenever I had like math exams in high school, like my heart would start beating, I would get, you know, sweats you know, my belly would just like be on like full on alert, you know? And the thing is like the bathroom was not on the same floor where I was writing my exam. So the final exam. Of course. So I asked to be excused uh, to go to the bathroom, which is a mission itself. That's like 45 minutes of time right because you need to be transferred blah 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 blah. yeah it's a mission you know it's a whole process yeah so that means like i need to stay 45 minutes extra uh, because i've lost that 45 minutes yeah anyway so the bathroom was on another floor and by the time like we got to the bathroom and the person like lifted me because i i didn't use a hoyer lift um to be transferred like the person was is able to to lift me like i'm a very like small person so like i'm not jealous I'm not jealous because <laughs> for me to be lifted it's a whole system now but yeah yeah no I, I get it like right now like my people use the lift but like while i was in school like there was no lift at all <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah so like you know, when you're being lifted, whether you're being lifted by the lift or the person is carrying you, that basically like contracts your muscles, right? Because you're kind of like in a sort of like a fetal position, right? Yeah. Because like you're crouched in. So while I was being lifted, an accident happened. Oh, and, no. Yeah. And that was like the most embarrassing moment in high school that and I, I can I can I can only imagine like I don't think I ever shit myself in high school but I I definitely pee myself yeah. I definitely had accidents yeah. and I can only imagine like the the shame when you're in high school when so, everything is heightened and you want to be cool and you want to be yeah. like you want kids to like you and you want yeah. all this I can only imagine like oh no give shit himself yeah like Obviously, your aide didn't go tell the kids. No. But, like, you knew, and that's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's just the most embarrassing experience and very difficult one. Um, And from that day, even when I went to, like, college and university, I actually always had, like, extra pair of pants and underwear in my locker. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's, a great, that's a great tip. I was traumatized. Like, <laughs> yeah, the trauma around that was, like, so, yeah. so scared that something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I always kept, like, yeah, pair of jeans and underwear in my locker. Um, yeah. I mean... I say now as a 38-year-old person with gastro stuff, that's like, that's that's a tip we should all li- listen to. Like, yes. put, a, put a pair of pants, put a pair of wipes, put a shirt in, yeah. in a bag and just have it ready to go. It's that's your true. like, it's your go-to poo bag or whatever. But like, yeah. when you're 15, when you're like 15, 16, yeah. and you're trying to find yourself, like that's, that was never cool. No, no. And I actually, even at my... When I used to go to the office at work, my previous work, I also kept extra pair of clothes for that for that specific reason. Um, so even in their work, do you ever do the thing where you buy like extra clothes and you like I have I have bought I bought extra pairs of pants. I like yeah. literally have I have so many clothes that I'll probably never wear, but I yeah. have them just in case. Like, and I never used it. Yeah, my entire five years at that job. 
well, I never use those extra pair of pants and underwear. But just to have it being like it lessens the anxiety so much because you're like, yeah. if something happens, yeah, I'll be there. Like for me, I'm getting used to the fact that I have to wear diapers sometimes, mm. and that for me, like, I have so much shame around that still mm. because mm. when you're disabled, people already assume you wear diapers and yeah. they already assume you're like needing that stuff. So when you yeah. actually have to need it, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I get that because like I, I wear them if I'm ha- if I'm know that I'm sick, if like I'm gonna be like you know, unwell and yeah, gonna be a busy day. I'll be like, you know what? Today's one of those days. Today is um, the diaper day. Yeah, yeah. And it sucks because it's also uncomfortable when you're sitting on your chair. Oh my like, god! That's so only the shame. Yeah. It's like, because the diaper is bulky, right? So then you have yeah. the bulk of the diaper and the pants. Yeah. And if you have an accident, like all those things together, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate when I have to, especially when I'm flying, if I'm traveling, right? Because I'm sure you you know the, the, the bathrooms in the, in the plane, they're very tiny. It's impossible. impossible to do It's anything. impossible. There's no, you got to wear a diaper because there's no way in fuck you're going to get to be no. able to poo on the plane. No, no, no. So imagine like you're wearing a diaper for like 15 hours because you're going to Australia. <laughs> Is that where you like. <laughs> and I've I've done that. I've I've done that trip. I played that game and it's really like <sighs> it is not fun. And I remember one time I went to Australia with my mom. Yeah. Like the first time I ever went to Australia, probably like 16 years ago now, we went. Yeah. And I was having constipation, which was not uncommon for me. And I was like, good, I'm good. I'm constipated because I'll be okay for the flight. Of course, halfway through the flight, my body decided now is the time to let everything go. We had to, we were transferring from Hawaii to, to like get onto the the flight to Australia. We had 45 minutes to get, to get off the plane and then get back on the plane. Of course, right then my body decided I'm going to shit right now. Good God. Somehow, like a trooper, my mom and I went into the airport bathroom and changed me well enough wow. to get me like to get another diaper on to get me back on the plane. I don't know how we did it. I don't know how it happened, wow. but like, wow. yeah, the stress of wearing a diaper for yeah. that process, even if you do shit yourself, you're like, yeah, it doesn't feel good. Even if you wear the diaper, you're like, because great. Now somebody yeah. has to clean it. Yeah. 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 Man, like big up to your mom too. Like, yo. Yeah, I don't know how. Actually, like, I don't know how. I have no idea how we did it. Respect. Like, yeah. So it's like, um, it, it's a mission. It's a journey. Like, like, and yeah. I never, I, whenever I go on planes now, and I haven't, I haven't been in the past few years because of pandemic, mm-hmm. but like, you know, when I, I, I flew recently in January for, um, for Queer as Folk, and mm-hmm. like the stress of flying on a plane with my gastro stuff like wow yeah yeah wow yeah, like, no. i get it yeah it's it's it, it can be rough <laughs> it can it's, be rough it's it is like and it's something that i think able bodied people who can like zip off to the toilet never think about no no like, never it's weird like if i don't i've gone through moments where i'm like nope I refuse to wear a diaper even if I'm traveling for like 15 hours. I've had those moments where I'm like, no, I am not doing this. I am not going to get there. Because also my skin is sensitive, right? Because of all that heat. Yeah, mine too. Exactly. The heat and then the rashes and then... Right. So you get the rashes and then you're in pain while you're And then you're worried about like bed sore. You're like, well, what if it turns into a bed sore? Exactly. So sometimes I go through those moments and I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not wearing a diaper. And uh, what I do, which is not healthy, which I don't recommend to anybody, (laughs) (laughs) is I become a vegetarian leading up to my flight. So like two days leading up to my flight, I'm not having meats. You know, I'm not having... You won't eat. I totally get that game. That game of like, I will just have water for the next 20, for for the next like 12 hours. 
I will eat nothing. Banana to make sure I don't pee as much. (laughs) It's like so, such a game of like such a mental math of like, what'll be okay for my body? Let's let's figure it out together. And you never know, your body can be like that thing you thought was safe. Guess what? It's not anymore. (laughs) You're like great, awesome. (laughs) Do you feel when this stuff happens to you as a disabled person, like? Do you feel a sense of body betrayal when your body doesn't do the things you wanted to do? Absolutely. I actually get mad at myself. That's like, you should be a pro at this. How could you mess this up? Like, you know? Yeah. And like, instead of giving myself kudos and be like, yo, like you have like a 90% success rate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're good, you know? Or even like, you know, more than 50% success rate, like, you know, you're you're fighting the fight here, you know? So, like, what is this, like, you know, occasional moment where you're not successful? That's, it is what it is. Able-bodied people go through it, but they just don't talk about it either. I think Uh, maybe one of the ways you could, like, change that self-talk for yourself, hmm. maybe change the word, take out successful, because Hmm. the opposite of successful is, like, failure so maybe like take out successful and just be like your body does what it does like technically Mm. even though you shit yourself technically your body did a good thing because it got rid of whatever it had to so like technically if you took out like success because i think it sounds like you're you're priming yourself to be like i succeeded i'm good look at me and so like and you probably didn't realize you were doing that if you take out that language and huh. just say, my body did what it had to do. Maybe you'll feel better. Wow. Andrew, I didn't realize I was coming into a therapy session until now. I mean, apparently that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's a therapy session. It's a therapy session. <laughs> I'm a nerd, I know. I know. But yeah, maybe if you like switch yeah. the language around how you see poo is like, because I noticed hmm. that when we were talking over the last hour, you've said successful a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if you take that language out or, or change that language around to see how it feels, yeah. that might work better for you. The body does what it does. It, do- and it functions, does what it does, man. And it functions uniquely depending on our bodies. And it's all good. Shoot, man. 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 I give have, it you ever to you. have you ever considered to be a therapist or a spiritual leader of some sort? <laughs> Just no. saying. Because I would fail after like day two, but maybe. Because, you know, this is like $200 an hour, you know, like wisdoms here. <laughs> so so you can send your, your check to uh, The Shit Is Real, care of Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Amazing. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for sharing uh, that. I really appreciate that. No, I just thought maybe like, maybe if you change the language around it, it may help hmm. you. Yeah, no, like that really, uh, that really hit me, man. Yeah, it uh, might uh, just give it a try and let me know. But so, my last question for you: What is the realest thing about your gastro stuff that you want to share? Like the most, like the thing that you're like, I want people to think about this when they think about poo and disability. What is the realest thing? Be grateful of every poo session you have. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because I know how much it screws up your day, you know? Like, I know how you can, you know, just mess shit up, you know? (laughs) Yeah, quite literally. Quite literally. um, But, like, just, like whatever it is, just kind of like piggybacking on like Andrew's wisdom here, whatever it is, like just be grateful of every session that you have. And like, I've, yeah. I mean, I think we have to be grateful that we do poo because the other option is you don't poo at all. You have a bowel obstruction and then some, the doctor has to go in there and like un- unclench your bowel un, like unroll your bowels and that's gross yeah like the fact that you're pooing at all means something yeah. is okay yeah yeah and 
yeah so that's the that's the realest thing that uh, I'd want people to know is just like your body does what your body does Andrew's body does what Andrew's body does it's not going to be the same as yours so you know um it's not gonna be the same as yours but our disabled bodies when we poo they're just as valid as your non-disabled body when you poo bam bam yeah. the what a way to end it. what a yeah. way to end what a way to finish it um wow. give shuma how do we get a hold of you again how can people support you follow you yes you can slip to my dms on uh instagram uh ut choir u-t-c-h-o-i-r that's on uh, Instagram. Uh, professional, you want to hire me, you know, you want to <laughs> you, you wanna look good, you know, get like a, a gift certification of being well, cool. A gift certification. You can reach me on LinkedIn, uh, Gift Chuma. Uh, my last name is T-S-H-U-M-A. Uh, so, Yeah. Awesome. I'll make sure that all that's in the show notes. Thank you for coming on the show and sharing with us how poo affects you, Gift. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you for allowing me to live my dream. Well, I'm again, I'm so excited that your dream was to talk about poo with me. That's really awesome. Uh, (laughs) But thank you so much. And I will talk to you, of course. You and I will text very soon. Sounds good. Take care, Andrew. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Copyright notice. Disability After Dark was created, recorded, and produced by Cripple & Co. Productions and Andrew Gerza. Any and all use of materials, graphics, audio recordings, etc. cannot be used or distributed without express permission. If you would like to use an episode of the podcast or license an episode of the podcast on your website, Please consider emailing Andrew Gerza and Crippling Co. Productions at disabilityafterdarkpod at gmail.com. Copyright 2022.